This is 5-Minute Friday, episode number 224, Hacks for Reading More Books. Welcome back to the Super Day Science Podcast, ladies and gentlemen, and Happy New Year. By the time you're hearing this, it's already 2019, and I'm super excited that we are entering this new year in the 21st century with all the exciting developments in technology, and I can't wait to see what it'll bring for the space of data science. And this quick episode is about a blog that I found recently on reading books, because it's a new year, and I thought that um, we all we all like to study. Like you're listening to this podcast because somehow you heard of super data science. Somehow you you heard of this podcast and you wanted to learn more. You wanted to get these ideas, insights into uh, people's journeys, data scientists' success stories, case studies, and so on. And one way of getting lots of knowledge and learning is reading books. And I found well, actually, a friend recommended this blog post to me, and I found it very very insightful. And I wanted to share some insights with you. Uh, we will link to this blog post in the show notes uh, at superdatascience.com slash 224 so you can read the full version there if you like. It's called Everything I Knew About Reading Was Wrong. It's, it, you can find it on Medium or on Hackeroon. Once again, we'll link to it at superdatascience.com slash 224. But in this episode, I'll describe the main takeaways from this blog post to possibly give you some hacks and ideas, tips on how to read more books in 2019. I personally found these very insightful, so here we go. There are three main takeaways. And takeaway number one is to give yourself the permission to quit. So a lot of the time, and I found this true for myself, we get stuck on not reading more books because we are almost finished with a book, but we're, you know, we've got like maybe we're 80% through the book. Like for instance, I might be 80% through a book or 70 and I feel that it's kind of like slowed down. I'm not that interested in it. I'm not as excited about it as at the start, but I feel this obligation to finish it. I feel kind of like guilty for not finishing it and starting a new one. I feel like a quitter for not doing it. And therefore that's, and I kind of like put it off. I'll, I say to myself, oh, okay, I'll finish it next week or finish it tomorrow. I'll, I'll keep reading later on. It never happens. And that puts off all the other books that I could be reading just because I haven't finished this one. So the first mind shift that um, is recommended by this blog is to actually give yourself a permission to quit. Don't put yourself into the trap when you start a book that you have to finish it. If you like it, if you're still getting a lot of value, whether if it's fiction, you're enjoying it, if it's nonfiction, if you're getting value for yourself out of it, then then uh, feel free to continue. But if you're not, then feel be... Um, be confident in quitting that book and moving on to something else. And uh, in the, the article, actually, the author, um, the author suggests some interesting observations that with fiction books, usually the graph is kind of like exponential. The further you get into the book, the more interesting it gets and the, the value you extract from the book is, grows. Whereas with nonfiction books, at best, it's kind of linear. The further you go through the book, the, like the value just grows linearly. But if it's a poorly written non-fiction book, um, then oftentimes the, the most of the value will be kind of like at the start of the book in the first, uh, you know, a third or first quarter or third of the book. And then after that, it just kind of like repeats itself. And that's why you lose interest with time. So the, there's like the law of diminishing returns there. And it's, there's a, it approximates to some sort of value in, uh, re, that you're getting from the book. So 
you're not getting as much value. So therefore, it might be a good idea to stop reading that book anyway. So that is uh, the first hack. Now, hack number two is the most interesting probably is to read more and actually read a lot more than just one book at a time. Uh, the author brings a, like raises a lot of great arguments for this and that's interesting because like a lot of the time I used to think that sequential reading is the way. You need to finish one book before you move on to the next one, before you move on to the next one. But uh, in 2018, I tried reading a couple books at the same time and it was actually quite fun. So not as much as the author. The author gives the example of like they're reading 14 books at the same time. That's a lot. And I, I think, you know, it's totally doable. But I tried reading two or three at the same time and it was helpful. First of all, you have a book for every mood. If you're in the mood for a historical book, you can read that. If you're in a mood for a fiction book, you can read that. If you're in a mood for a self-help or self-development book, you can read that. You can always have these, depend, no matter what mood you're in, you can always read a book. You don't have to force yourself to read the book that you're not in the mood for reading. And the other thing is that um, it's kind of like if you're reading books sequentially, like reading books at the same time, many books at the same time is actually great for long-term retention. If you think about it, it's similar to how we study in school or in high school. We don't, we don't just study algebra for three weeks and then we study English for, for two weeks and then we study history for five weeks. It's not like that. We study all these subjects parallel at the same time. And that's because it's better that way for long-term retention. It's better to spend 10 days, spend an hour for 10 days reading a book rather than to spend 10 hours in one day. You'll get more out of it if you space out this repetition of that book. And therefore, having multiple books is good because you can mix and match. And the other thing is that is called interleaving. When these books, whatever subjects you're learning, they can actually help you with understanding the other books. For example, there's a great example in the article that um, say you're reading a book about modern history. A game theory book can help you gain a deeper understanding of the Cold War and a marketing book can reveal how Hitler captivated an entire nation. And it's not one way. The history book will deepen your understanding of the two other fields because you've analyzed those real life examples. So there we go. They can actually, like reading multiple books, can help you reflect on what you're reading or learning from um, different angles. And finally, mind shift number three or hack number three is don't, you don't have to read a book in sequential order. You don't have to read the chapters one after the other. Of course, if it's a fiction book, then probably it's beneficial to read it sequentially because otherwise you'll lose the story. But if it's a self-development book, it's a book about, you know, you want to learn some, some techniques or something for, for yourself, especially like if it's in, in your professional space around like data science or uh, technical aspects, then the glossary of the book or the index of the book is your best friend. You can go in there and look at the different chapters that you're interested in. And if there's something you're interested in, like say chapter seven, you don't have to wait, you don't have to force yourself to read it through the whole book to get to chapter seven and get the value out of it. You can just skip to chapter seven right away and read that first. And if you like it, you read some of the other chapters. And the author of this article suggests to look at a book as a website. Like if you have a website with lots of blog posts, you're not gonna go in and read them in chronological order from start to finish. You're just gonna pick the blog posts that you're interested in and you're going to read those. 
Same thing with a book. All the chapters are like individual blog posts. Uh, so you don't, in most cases, especially with self-help books or self-development books or uh, books where you're like learning something, non-fiction books basically, you don't necessarily have to read them in order, all those chapters, to get the value that you're looking for. So there we go. Um, in summary, uh, the hacks for getting more out of reading books in 2019 are uh, give yourself the permission to quit. Then number two was read more books, read more than one book at a time, preferably many more, five, maybe even ten. And number three um, was to make sure, not force yourself to read even a single book in sequential order. For nonfiction books, you don't have to read them the book itself in sequential order, you can skip to the chapters you're interested in. So there we go, hopefully this will help you uh, get your hands on more books and get as much knowledge as you can in 2019. Maybe experiment with that, once again you can get the full article which is really interesting. Um, you get the link for that at superdayscience.com slash 224. If you know somebody who's interested in uh, reading books and who gets a lot of value out of reading books, send them this podcast so that they can get these hacks as well. And I look forward to seeing you back here next time. Until then, happy analyzing.